Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Dan Greer with Leading from the Middle of the Pack, and today we're going to be chatting all about, um, man, what should we talk about? Oh, and there's so much fun stuff. I got it. Let's talk about, like, never giving up. Always being perseverance, like, always persevering and being tenacious and, like, continuing to push through until you finally get that win as a leader, as an entrepreneur, as a dad, as a husband, as a wife, whatever, right, as a mother, um, whatever you are in life. I want to just kind of help encourage you for some of that stuff. So let's cue up the theme song and we'll be right back to chat all about that stuff here in just a minute. The big question is this, how are leaders like us who aren't necessarily in a management position, who go out and get our hands dirty, who are ready to answer their calling from God to lead, who are driven to learn and grow, gain the trust and respect of those around us to actually be heard while not coming across as an authoritative prick? These are the questions, and this is the podcast that will give you the answers. Hi, my name is Dan Greer, and welcome to Leading from the Middle of the Pack. Sweet! I'm so glad you guys are still here. I'm feeling super pumped this morning. I've had a lot of good stuff going on. It's been kind of crazy, but we have been like on fire lately. Like, I'm not going to lie, it's been so crazy busy. But today, what I want to do is I just want to pause for a second, and I want to like, rewind. And I want to talk a little bit about, you know, like being tenacious and never giving up and persistence and perseverance and all that kind of stuff. And so first off, what I want to do is, is like, I haven't done this before. Well, I, I do it a lot, but like I do it before I start recording, but I, I it's kind of crazy. And this might turn some of me off. Like, is that right? If we say a little prayer, that'd be okay with you guys. Sweet. So it's so like, I just want to start with this real quick because I think that it's going to open up this conversation to make it really awesome and really fun, and and I pray all the time, but I just want to include you guys in this prayer real quick. You guys ready? Sweet. Lord God, we're so grateful for everything that you give unto us. We're so grateful for the life and the opportunities and the blessings and just everything. And, and we just pray, God, that you'd open up our ears to hear what we need to hear and and to like give us the courage to take action on what we need to take, take action on today. And I just pray that you would bless everyone who listens to this abundantly, God. And uh, even those who don't listen to this, bless them as well, please. Yes, call this in your precious son's name. Amen. Sweet. So, um, I'm sorry if that turned you off. Like, that's just who I am. That's what I do on my own. I figured I'd share it with you guys today because today is all about sharing. It's all about being vulnerable. Like, we've talked about that before. But really, what today's all about is, like, being the best you. Okay? And and that's what we're going to get into is, like, being the best you. And being the best you is being who you are all the time. Like, always. Right? That's what it's all about. And And it's all about... It's all about learning how to be the best you, because guess what? We're all still learning. We're all still green at this, right? None of us are perfect. Thank goodness for that. I do not want to be perfect, <laughs> but, but like a lot of it comes down to having perseverance and being tenacious and like persevering through something. So recently we just got awarded this grant, which we actually applied for three times. Um, well, I missed the application once. So we actually only submitted an application twice, but the first time, we got rejected, and I'm not 100% sure why we got rejected, but it really doesn't matter. We didn't even make it to the second round, but that's okay. This next time we got to the second round, and then we actually got funding after it, after we went on and did a pitch, and and it was kind of crazy what was required to do this, and you guys probably heard about some of my trips to Denver and stuff like that, but that's what this was for. It was, it was partially for that grant, but if I wouldn't have continued to persevere through like being rejected and then missing the deadline by, by two or three days, then... We wouldn't be here today, 
right? Like, I'm, and, and then on top of that, we, <laughs> we had some really fun stuff and it's, it's really cool to talk about this. And it's going to be quite the story, but we had to conjure a crap ton of money out of midair <laughs> and we did it in like less than a week. And that is wicked cool to be able to do that kind of stuff. And, and to have people who support you enough to be able to do that and trust you enough in order to get that happening. And so that just blessed beyond belief for that kind of stuff. But if I, if I wouldn't have been tenacious, Okay, if I wouldn't have kept going, if I wouldn't have, if, if I wouldn't have been perseverant, if I wouldn't have persevered through the hard times, through the trials, through the failures, we would never be where that we are then, right? And, and you got to remember that, like, when you're going through something that's tough, when things don't go right the first time, what you've got to remember is, is that there's a reason they're not going right. And you may not see it right now. You may not see it in five years. You may not see it in 10 years. You may not see it ever in your life. But there's a reason that everything happens. And as soon as you understand that, as soon as you actually take that deep into your heart and you, okay, I know this is happening for a reason, I will be okay with it, right? So like recently we just lost a CDL trainer and it's like the beginning of our CDL training season. It's huge. It would be like, it would be like losing all of your ski staff in November, <laughs> right? Like, oh, we're getting ready to go skiing. Everybody knows skiing kicks up really big, like in the November, December, January, February, March, April. That's when they make all of their money is December, January, February. Sometimes March, right? And it's, that's where all of their finances are made for the entire year for the most part. There's some summer stuff, don't get me wrong. But it would be like, oh, hey, the whole team just walked out the door, right? Or all of your ski instructors left and you and you got to hunt for them. And it's just like, and it's like November 30th. And you're like, oh, crap. It's like, right, we're going to season. What are we going to do? But I, I was a little stressed about it to begin with, right? I got the call and he's like, uh, yeah, I'm cool because I'm training my two weeks. I need to go make a lot more money. And it's like, okay, we'll go make a lot more money. I've done the math. Go do your thing. Like, I'm not going to argue with you. I get it, right? We pay well. We pay good. We treat our people really well. It's not all about the pay for us. It's about the the benefits and the schedule and the small company and working for somebody who cares and gives back to the community and stuff like that. And so if you're all about money, you're probably not going to want to come work for me or for our team or with us because we pay well, okay? But we don't pay phenomenal. I'd love to pay phenomenal, but we can't yet. We're, there. we're not there. We're a startup. We're still growing. We're still learning. We're figuring out a ton of stuff as we go. So there's a lot of info. There's a lot there, right? And it was like, he left and I was, I was just like, I got the call and it was like immediately, boom. Okay. What am I going to do? How am I going to pivot? How am I going to make this happen? What am I going to do? And actually I had a meeting to go to later that day with somebody else um, who was interested in our software because they're a director for a uh, director of transportation for another company. And we'd finally gotten to where we could set up a meeting to, to get into dot docs and to get dot docs over to them. D O T D O C S.com. If you run trucks, you need that software. I promise you it is absolutely awesome. hundred percent affordable it is going to streamline DOT for you a million times easier. You're going to be able to have an admin do your DOT. So instead of hiring a specialist for hundred K a year, 75 K a year, you're going to be able to have somebody who you pay for your 50 K a year, do it for you for a thousand bucks. Well, it's a little bit more now. It's like 3000 for the entire package, but that's like unlimited. And so you're going to want that, right? Like everything, all of your training, everything's all tied into one. I'm telling you that like, it's amazing. So anyways, my point is, is that I finally got to have this meeting with this guy and it, we've been trying to get this going for like a couple years. Okay. And uh, one of the things that, that came up as they're talking and I was like, yeah, it looked like we were going to, we were, you know, looking at doing some of this side of the business and that didn't work out. And now my instructor just quit and it's getting ready to be the busy season. I really need somebody to step up and run this program. And he, and he looked at me and he goes, he says, you know, Dan, um, I run a program with like 40 drivers right now. And I said, huh, interesting. He goes, and this is what they pay me. 
and it's super stressful. Is there any chance that you'd be interested in something like me? And I'm like, yeah, we can make that happen. If, if it's something you're interested in, let's go through the process. Let's go through the interviews. Let's meet together. Let's get to know each other a little bit more. Let's, you know, get, get to some of this stuff figured out. Let's, let's work through it. So we started, we started a conversation that started off as a sales conversation. Within a week, we ended up hiring a new director over the entire CDL program. And then we ended up making it a nonprofit within that same amount of time period. So we went from being um, like, it's, it's still going to be a for-profit business, but now we have a nonprofit component of it that's going to do scholarships and funding and stuff like that. It's going to help with a lot of that stuff. And like, we did that all within a week's time frame because we had to pivot and make it happen. But the point is, is like, we had to be tenacious in order to get it going. If, if I wouldn't have been, if I wouldn't have been talking to people about the problem, if I wouldn't have been bringing up the problem, if I would have just done like gone and sunk down and be like, oh, I'm going to go cry in the corner, what would have happened? Nothing, nothing. I would have went and cried in the corner. Nobody would have seen me. My wife would have been like, oh, I'm so sorry, babe. You're doing such a good job. Keep up the good work. But instead, I was like, hey, we're not going to give up. This is what we got going on. This is what I'm looking for. This is how we're going to do it. Now we're opening these positions and we're pivoting and we're making it happen and we're moving forward and we're like killing it right? Like awesome killing it stuff. Not like, oh my gosh, you're killing it. Oh, don't kill me. But like awesome stuff, right? So, so it's, it's kind of crazy. Like being perseverant is huge, right? And, and perseverance and tenacious are two different things. Okay. Uh, tenacious is like being willing to ask those hard questions, being willing to put yourself out there. That's the way I explain tenacious. You can look it up. It might have a whole different meaning. I don't know. I'm giving you Dan's definitions. We should do like a whole series on Dan's definitions. And some of them are gonna be like 100% bogus and some of them are gonna be like, oh yeah, that's awesome. I love that definition. Cause like I simplify things in the way that I understand them because my mind takes super complex objects like DOT compliance and crap like that and spits it into like three words. And it's amazing and beautiful. I should do a whole series on that. Sorry, shiny object, my bad. Um, <laughs> my, my, my point here is, is like tenacious is, is being willing to do the hard things. Okay. And, and putting yourself out there, right. Which is hard and perseverance is never giving up. So two, two totally different things. Now, when we, when we get into like what the Bible talks about, it talks about being persevering and it talks about, you know, how you're supposed to persevere and how you'll be rewarded for persevering. We look at the apostles and they were in jailed and imprisoned and, and threatened with their lives almost daily. And they still continue to persevere through that stuff. And they grew the following immensely in very little amount of time. And actually the negative publicity that they got, God spun that into positive publicity, which is crazy cool that he did that. And he has the ability to do anything. So they were perseverant and he rewarded that perseverance to grow his following, right? Through his son. And, and like, we need to do the same thing with being persevering as well. We need to not give up. When things don't go right the first time, there's a reason they didn't go right the first time. When somebody quits, there's a reason they quit. Like, I, I don't mean this in a bad way, okay, at all. I love the guy who worked for us. And I, I wish him nothing but the best as he moves on and he, he goes and chases the ever almighty dollar and he's never home because he's driving truck over the road. And I hope that he gets everything he dreamed of and then some. But here's the thing is like, I first saw it and I went, oh crap, I screwed up. I, sh I should have done this and this and this and this and this. I took ownership in it, right? Go back to another podcast. I talk about extreme ownership, okay? I took ownership in it. I said, I should have done this, this and this and this and this would have never happened. The truth is, is it's a good thing that it happened. 
Because I went from somebody who this winter when I was like, they had nothing to do. And I said, okay, I need you to make a PowerPoint. I need you to make these courses. I need you to get going with this. You know what they said? No, they didn't say it to me because they don't say stuff like that to me because they know I don't tolerate that crap and I won't put up with it and they'll be gone in half a heartbeat. But they said this to other people on my team. They said, this isn't my job. I'm not required to make PowerPoints. I'm a trainer. Like hell. You didn't take ownership in the program. Right? Like you want it to grow. You want it to win. You want it to succeed. You got to take ownership in it. This is the same guy that actually offered to buy it. And I was like, yeah, I'll carry it for you. You got to buy it. This is what it's going to cost you to buy it. I gave him a price, same price I'd offer to the rest of the world, maybe even a little bit less than what I'd offer to the rest of the world. And you know what he said? Oh, I can't believe you'd ask that much for something like that. That's ridiculous. Oh, my God. That's five times what my house costs. It makes, your, your house is a liability. It's not an asset. It doesn't make any money. This is the opportunity for you to make money. And you know what? It's a good thing it didn't sell. It's a good thing he didn't buy it. Because we're going to take it, we're going to spin it, and we're gonna actually going to do so much fun stuff with it now because we've got somebody running it who wants to run it, who wants to grow it. And we're looking for people who want to grow. We're not looking for people who want to be a trainer. We're looking for people who want to grow the program now. We're looking for people who want to be involved, people who want that contribution. They're at that point in life where it's not about how much they can get from you. It's how much they can give to the community. And I don't mean like the local community as much as I mean the world. They want, they're at a point in their life they want to give back. And they want to do it a little less stressful. Right? My point is, is like... Everything happens for a reason. Him leaving is not a bad thing. Great guy. Great guy. Nothing bad to say about the person at all, period. Great person. Okay? And I can't say that enough. But the big thing is, is it's like, it's okay. It's okay that he's gone. It's okay that he's leaving. While it should potentially hurt my feelings, right? It might. But the truth is, is it doesn't. It doesn't. And you know why? Because it's better now. But if I wouldn't have persevered through that hard point, right? If I would have just dwelt on the negative, it would have sucked. And as a leader, well, a lot of times we, we get sucked into a negative and we stay in that negative. We don't go, oh, where's the light at the end of the tunnel, right? We fall in this, this, this hole right? We walk into this dark cave as entrepreneurs, as leaders, we're constantly walk, walking into dark caves. And a lot of times we have our flashlight and we can see five or 10 feet in front of us. And sometimes we have a really good flashlight and we can see, you know, a hundred feet in front of us, but we can never see the end of the cave. We can never see the end of the tunnel. We don't know if there's an end to it. And we're, we're literally looking down, taking steps with each time we take a step, we're looking what's one step at a time, which is what we have to do as people, Right? We have we have to be like, oh, step, okay, there's something in front of me, step, oh, hey, let's not step on that snake, right? Oh, look, a giant hole, go this way, right? Like, we've got to look at that, we've got to look at where we're going, we have to take one step at a time. But there's also times that we have to look up to the, we have to look up to it, and we have to say, hey, what's coming up, right? And here's the thing, if you focus on the negative, if you focus on the fact that you can't see any light, that you can't see the end of the tunnel, and you never shut your flashlight off to actually look for light, you can never see the end of it. You have to be persevering. You have to keep going. You have to keep moving one step at a time. It's not about knowing where you're going to end up all the time. That's not what it's about. It's not about that final destination. Well, it is. But it's not about knowing that final destination. It's about envisioning what that final destination is in your mind. And having perseverance to get there. And being the person who can get there. So we've talked a little bit about business, right? 
I talk a lot about business. If y'all are listening to this, you know me. I'm an entrepreneur at heart. Actually, I got the biggest compliment so far in my life yesterday uh, in the business world. I was talking to somebody and they didn't even realize this was a compliment. They told me they were like, Dan, you're one of those people that really cares about the community. That's not the compliment, by the way. <laughs> they said, Dan, you're one of the people that really cares about the community. And I love that about you. But what I really love is you're a serial entrepreneur that never gives up. And that comment coupled together, serial entrepreneur is like, oh, that's my heart, right? It, it like hits me. It's who I am. It's who I want to be. It's the envision of what I want to be. Because I know as an entrepreneur, I get to help so many more people, right? As a solopreneur, I help myself. I help my family. As an entrepreneur, I help so many more people. And we touch so many more lives and we do so much more, okay? It's like that comment, that compliment really actually hit me. And it's it's crazy awesome that it hit me so much. Um, and so if you're listening to this and you're the one that gave me that compliment, I appreciate it. Now, if you're listening to this and you're not the one that gave me that compliment, don't like bombard me with comments calling me that because that's not what I want. That's not why I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this because we all have different things that are compliments to us, right? But anyways, shiny object. Today's full of shiny objects. Sorry, guys. I'm really enjoying recording these though. So we were, we were talking about, you know, being positive and looking out and turn off our lights sometimes and pausing for a second to look around us whenever things get tough, right? So you're in a stark cave and you've been walking one step in front of the other and you're constantly looking at what's coming up next and you know, you know what's there, but you can't see the end of it. You can only see 10 feet, 100 feet in front of you. You can't see where you're going really past that. So you don't know if it's going to be hard. You don't know if you're going to have to suck it in and squeeze through some tight, some tight times or if you're going to walk into this huge cavern. We're going to be walking through this tight area and a rock's going to fall right next to you or stalagmite or stalactite. I don't know whichever one hangs down from the top, right? Or if you're going to be walking and you're going to run into something, right? You don't know what's going to happen from time to time. You have to be willing to be moving forward, right? You have to be willing to do that. That's tenacious. Tenacious is willing to do the hard things, willing to enter the cave, only having one flashlight with no backup batteries, right? Perseverance is walking, even when you get scared. That's perseverance. And as a leader, as a leader, perseverance is walking when you're scared because you haven't done it before. Contributing when you're scared to contribute because you're not sure if it's going to work or not. Um, helping to make sure that even when things don't go the way you think they should, that you're still positive and that you're still a good leader and you still are moving people forward. That's perseverance. That's mentality. That's mindset, right? And that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about perseverance, tenacity, continuing to move forward, even when things are hard, pivoting, all that stuff all goes together, right? So, so we've talked about it in business, okay? And you guys understand where I stand in business. Leadership in business is the same thing. When I talk about business, you don't have to be in charge of the business. You don't have to be in charge of hiring and firing. You don't have to be in charge of budgets or making money or losing money or trying to figure out where the direction of the business should go in order to be, to understand what I just talked about. Any leader falls into those pages. Any leader can read between the lines there and figure that out, right? And everybody in this world's a leader. Now let's spin that into like fatherhood. Let's spin that into being a parent, being a spouse, because those two things kind of go hand in hand. And you can be a spouse without being a parent and you can be a parent without being a spouse. I'm not, I'm not calling anybody out. I'm not saying anything's wrong. I'm not getting into that loophole because I don't really care. You live your life. I live mine. 
That's the way I feel. My point here is, is like as a parent, if we don't show our kids persistence, if we don't show them that you've got to get out and do the hard things, you know what they're going to learn? They're going to learn everything comes to me easily. They're going to learn that, oh, if you do nothing, somebody else will take care of you. They're going to learn lots of stuff that you don't want them to learn, stuff that you don't believe. But because you give them so much, they're going to feel like it's easy. I'm totally going through that right now. My oldest wants to start this animal rehabilitation um, refugee type of thing and sanctuary. And I'm like, sweet, create a name. I'll help you build a nonprofit for it. You invest your money into it, we'll make it happen. He's like, what's it going to cost? I was like, well, to get, you know, federal status and a nonprofit in the state of Colorado, it's going to be like 275 bucks. It's not a big deal. You can start applying for grants under your own thing and I'll help you get it set up. I'll give you the knowledge to get you through that. I'll even point you in the right direction with some people to reach out to, but I'm not going to reach out to them. I'm done. I've given you some help a year ago and you didn't carry on with it. Now it's your job, right? Sometimes when we, we want to give our, the people around us, the people that we lead, whether it be our kids, whether it be our spouse, whether it be our team, whether it be our company, whether it be our employees, we want to give them more than they deserve because we're givers. It feels good to give, right? And and a few episodes ago, we talked about like givers or, or uh, givers gain. The more you give, the more you gain, that kind of stuff. You got to be willing to give a bunch. That's why I give some of these podcasts out. That's why I do all these podcasts for free, right? And all that other stuff that we do. And we do so much free stuff for our people. And I believe that the more you give, the more you get back. I believe that 100%. But there's a difference between giving a hand out and giving a hand up. And I, I want you to understand this. That when you give hands out, Handouts to people, you don't get them to persevere. They're not persistent. They're not tenacious. They don't do the hard things. They expect it to be given to them. Right? Let's just say that I wouldn't give my kid a million dollars to start. I don't have a million dollars to give him. But let's say I wouldn't give him a million dollars to start his business, to start this nonprofit. Does that help him? No. It means he can operate like 10 years for free if he's smart. Off of the money that I give him off that million dollars. If he's really smart, he can operate a lot longer than that off of it. That's not helping him. That's not helping him learn how to grow a business. Right? I'm not saying that I wouldn't love to do that. Okay? What if I go out and go buy him a brand new vehicle? Instead of something that's maybe make him buy something that's a little bit older that he's got to deal with. That he makes a choice on that he has to fix and he has to sell when there's a problem with it. Not me. Him. What do you think? Do you think that that's really good? You think it's good to go give your kids a brand new vehicle? We all want to. We all say, man, I wish I could afford to give our kid a brand new vehicle. Well, I never said I wanted to give them a brand new vehicle, but a newer one, right? One that doesn't have problems. And here's the thing. Like my wife and I have been on the same page 100%. My queen, Jenna, she is absolutely amazing. But she has wanted to give our kids everything. Everything. And, and for the longest time, I've said we're not helping them by giving them stuff for free. They need to earn it. They need to figure out how to earn it. They need to learn how to respect it. They need to understand that we can give them knowledge. We can give them help, but we can't be like, hey, here's how you do this. Here's the exact steps. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Go do these in this order and you'll be a millionaire. It doesn't work that way. Right? I just finished this book on Elon Musk and it was crazy. This is awesome. I was actually brought this up this morning with somebody else. I just finished this book on Elon Musk. I think it's called Elon Musk. And at the very end of the book, he says, he says, I feel bad for my kids because they're not going to have to struggle the way that I struggled. And my struggles made me who I am. 
They taught me how to persevere. They taught me how to be tenacious. They taught me everything that I know. But because my kids won't have to struggle because of the wealth that I've created, it, it's going to hurt them immensely. And wealthy people realize that. And wealthy is not just money. I've been a whole podcast on that. There's a difference between wealthy and rich. But he understands that because of his knowledge that his money doesn't solve his problems. And I want you to realize that money doesn't solve your problems. Right? It may alleviate some, but it creates more. The more money you make, what happens? The more problems you have. The bigger problems you have. And you just learn how to deal with them better. Because you're persistent. You're tenacious. You ask the hard questions. You do the hard things. You persevere when things get hard. The people who give up when things get hard are never going to get ahead in this world. They're not going to be great leaders. They go sit in the corner and they cry. They're not the person you want leading. They're somebody that's really great to have on your team sometimes. Sometimes, not all the time. Right? But you got to be cautious. You got to be aware. And as a leader, you need to be aware of those people that are fragile like that because when you push them too hard, you know what happens? They break. You know what happens when they break? You lose. Usually them as an employee. Right? My big point here is, is that like we've talked about a lot of stuff. And this podcast has gone in different directions than I thought it would ever go. And it's actually gotten a little bit somber here at the end. My energy level is like because of the atmosphere. <laughs> so I apologize for that. There's still a lot of energy though, right? I, I want you to feel the compassion in my heart. That's what I want you to feel here as you listen to this, as you watch this, is that my compassion for you and what you're going through and what's going on and, and, and dealing with this stuff is real. And, and so many people think that money is going to solve all their problems. So many people think that if they just never give up, right? Or if they just give up, right? But you got to remember that, that you can never give up. You have to remember that you have to do things that nobody else wants to do in order to be successful. And you have to do things that are hard. It shouldn't be easy. It's not easy to record these podcasts, to find time for this, right? It's not easy to write marketing emails. It's not easy to take those hard phone calls. It's not easy sometimes to respond back to voicemails, <laughs> right? It's not easy to be a parent and to guide your kids. It's not easy to see a relationship start to crumble and try to rebuild it back up. It's not easy to see your kids fail. It's not easy to see the people you lead make hard choices or bad choices for them as an individual, even though they think they're good at the time. They think they're good. My point here is, is that like, you have to be as a leader, you, you, I'm not going to tell you what you have to be. I have to be as a leader. I have to be humble. I have to be tenacious. I have to be willing to do stuff. Nobody else is willing to do. I have to do hard things. I have to put myself out there and be vulnerable. I have to, I have to work harder than anybody else does. I have to never stop thinking about what I'm doing. I have to always be moving forward. I have to never give up. I have to try again and again and again and again and again, knowing that each failure teaches me and it leads me closer to what I need to be doing in the future. I have to have faith in what I'm doing. I have to have faith that what I'm doing is bigger than me. I have to understand that my calling is not everybody else's calling and that it's okay if your calling is more than what it used to be or if it changes. 
I have to remember all that stuff about me. I'm not telling you guys that it's all about you. All right. But personally, that's what I look at. That's all the stuff that I look at every single day within me that makes me the leader that I am. I've known for a really long time that I'm supposed to be a leader. I've never known it's supposed to be as big as it is. And I'm supposed to touch as many lives as I do. It's uh, it's crazy. I checked the other day and between my podcast and my blogs and my devotionals, 24 countries, not states, countries have accessed my material. That's crazy, right? But if I would have never started, if I wouldn't have persevered through the doubt, I would have touched 100 people locally. Maybe. Maybe not even that. I might have touched more. You never know. But because I followed what I was supposed to be doing, what I felt called to do, I touched so many more people and did so many more things. Now, I'll tell you what I struggle with. I struggle with the fact that not everybody is called to do the same things as I am. <laughs> not everybody's as ambitious as I am. And that's okay. That's okay. I'm not telling you you have to be like, Oh, I'm going to go get it! Balls to the walls all the time! <laughs> right? You don't have to be like me. You don't have to work as much as I work. You don't have to do as much as I do. You do need to be productive in what you do when you're doing it. You need to be cautious of your time. That's my two advisories to you who are listening to this right now. Be aware of your time and where you spend it because time never comes back. So spend it where it's important. And some of that is preparing for the future. Some of it is touching more lives today. Do what you're called to do when you're called to do it. The other thing is this. Do the hard things. When something's hard, pull through it. Put your head down and push into it. Don't, don't be like, whoa, I can't do that. Be like, I got this. Lean into it and push on it just a little bit. That's my, that's my advice to you guys that are listening to this today. Well, I hope that you guys enjoyed this. I'm going to wrap this up. I'm so glad that you guys stuck around this long. I'm so glad you listened to this whole thing. I've been getting so many comments and emails and stuff like that back from it. Keep those up. I love hearing them. I love hearing when somebody's like, Dan, this podcast was amazing. Right? Oh, dude, I read this blog. It was so good. Oh, man, your devotional. It's like, was awesome. Right? I love hearing that stuff. It's what it's what motivates me and what keeps me going. It's what helps me to move forward to keep creating this stuff for you guys. Okay? For me, really, I mean, let's be let's be honest here. It's pretty selfish. I create it to to encourage myself as well. But I hope that other people are getting stuff out of this, and I know that you guys are. So don't don't hesitate to send me those messages. Right? I love it. I love getting them. I got one the other day. It was like, Dan, I'm proud of what you've been and where you come from from where I first met you. It's crazy. It's crazy. But I love getting that stuff. And so I want to just say thanks for those messages, number one. Number two, if you didn't like this, what the heck are you still doing here? Don't waste your time with me. Go find somebody else to listen to. I'm not going to waste my time with you if I don't want to listen to it. Right? So don't waste your time with me if you didn't like it. If you did like it, subscribe. Share it. Send me that message. Do something fun. The way we spread this is, is through word of mouth. Right? That's like the best way to do it. Okay? So I want you guys to share this with at least five friends. Do that for me? Five friends. That's it. Just five. So if you can do that, I'd really appreciate it. Hope you guys have a great day. We'll talk with you later. Bye.